Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. The Minnesota Vikings were in the market for a tight end ever since losing potential breakout star Herb Smith Jr. to a serious knee injury. They solved their tight end issue by trading uh, for Chris Herndon from the New York Jets, the Promising young tight end for the Jets, and they're expecting so much for him from him. Never quite pinned out a little injury concern. He now restarts his career in Minnesota, so it is Herndon and a six for a four going to the Jets. A really nice return for the New York Jets. Mm. And we have breaking news. Ian Rappaport there with the Chris Herndon information, but uh, this is an emergency episode of Purple Daily because. Irv Smith Jr. is pretty much out for the season, according to Adam Schefter. And Schefter Schefter. Schefter. My shorter's tummy. Irv Smith underwent surgery to repair his meniscus this morning. And remember, Mike Zimmer and the Vikings had said, we don't know what the extent of the recovery will be until they slice open that knee. Well, they did. And they found that the long-term option was the best one. Four to five-month recovery timetable most likely to end his season per Shorshes. This is Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Well, we know how we know how Judd's God, gonna yeah. be <laughs> God. gonna be coping with this. Just keep going. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Oh man. So yeah, I mean, well, four to five months. Okay, hold on. So September, October, November. What's Super Bowl? December. So January is month five. When Super, Super Bowl. Bowl's not till the middle of February. He's back for the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe they can hold the fort down. Old Irv Smith comes back for the championship weekend run to the Super Bowl. So, all right, now that this is official, and by the way, thanks for all of you who are watching Purple Daily on a TCL TV. TCL, enjoy more of what you love with TCL, the world's best-selling consumer electronics brand, um, and they deliver the most entertainment with stunning resolutions you can see our beautiful faces but your thoughts on this now that we know irv smith is basically out for the season what's a word that's slightly less than devastating um boy devastating upsetting upsetting um i guess i can't articulate enough jarring um jarring's pretty good i guess i can't articulate unsettling how no unsettling is too small Devastating feels like the season's over, so I don't, I, I don't want to use that. But what I but what I am trying to say is, 
Like if you could have gone through the list of players that I would say you don't want to lose offensively, you know, Dalvin Cook, you don't want to lose Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson, you don't want to lose him. Um, as far as skill position guys go, Irv Smith was high on this list. He was fourth, right? I think he was. I would maybe argue, third. I would argue that with how this offense operates, gentlemen, he was third. I would say that if you gave me the choice of Thielen or Irv Smith, um, with Irv Smith currently the plan. I mean, I watched practices. I didn't go and sweat my 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 head off, my hairline off, because I had Careful. chill boys on, so I was I was comfortable down there. Um, but I didn't go and watch all those practices and sweat that much to see Irv Smith to be like, well, it's not a big deal. They got Herndon from the Jets. They're fine. Uh, I'd put him third, Phil. I'm dead serious. I'd say you can't lose Dalvin for sure because he's such an important part. And and I'm also I'm not talking just pure talent. I'm talking what their role was going to be. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, you can't lose him. I think Irv was was ahead of Thielen because this this offense was going to finally operate around a tight end who was not just, oh, he can block and catch some passes, and that Rudy's a good guy. This was going to be the year that Irv Smith took, and I don't mean to take shots at Kyle, but my God. Uh, th- this was going to be the year that Irv Smith, I really think, went towards that upper echelon, and he might not be there, but he went towards that upper echelon of, oh, okay, I get it now. This is a hybrid tight end receiver, um, and he can block a bit, and that's fine. I don't really care about that. I care about the fact he is essentially another receiving option, Uh, The chemistry that he developed early and continued into Friday night's game in which he got hurt with Kirk Cousins, absolutely imperative because, you know, Kirk Cousins, the one thing that we know, and this is true of all quarterbacks, when they have their safety blankets and they're convinced that that guy is going to do what they need and be in the right place becomes incredibly important. So when you now put Chris Herndon in, um, you can't just be like, well, trust him like you did Irv. So this is, I am, I do not want to sell this short of how big of a loss I think this is that the Vikings have suffered with Irv Smith being hurt in a meaningless game. And just final thing too, doesn't it piss you off that like they held Dalvin out, which I applaud, smart move. Jefferson got got hurt. You're not playing. Smart move. Thielen, they tried to play, got hurt. Okay, you're done. And the one guy that they tried to play, skill position-wise, in Irv Smith gets hurt a meniscus in the preseason. I'm not faulting them. I'm just saying this is what drives me crazy in some oh, ways. Yeah. Ex- exhibition games. And it happens. Happens to everybody. But it still drives you nuts. Can it? Uh, is it confirmed that it happened in the game? Yeah. The, as far as we know, it, it definitely okay. happened in, in that the game at some game. point in time. Somebody said they think it was on. They, he kind of passed in the red zone, I believe, right before they stalled out in that first drive. And yeah. they think it happened on that play. I think it, it's so hard because... You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of evidence. The Rams, you know, there's there's teams that are just not playing starters and they're fine. Like they're they're because I think the, I think the thought going into um, like Sean McVay deciding a couple of years ago, I'm just not going to play starters. Was well, then you're going to be really rusty in September. It's like that. Nah, I mean, not really. I think I think that's been proven false, right? Is there a case to be made that if you don't play starters, you might get off to a slower start offensively? Maybe. It kind of depends situationally. Like, do I want young quarterbacks seeing as many reps as possible? Yes. I would want Mac Jones playing preseason games. I want Justin Fields playing preseason games because those guys have to, at some point, they got to see reps and Correct. NFL speed. Correct. And if they can get an extra 50 snaps in the preseason, it can help expedite that process. Um, with the Vikings, I don't. 
you know, especially if, if they already knew that this is all second guessing now, but like if they already knew that Jefferson wasn't going to play and Thielen and Dalvin Cook, it's like, then, then what's the point? In, in, what's in the their, point? In their defense, in, in their defense, I think what they were trying to do was they, they were concerned enough from what they've seen both in practices and in that second exhibition game from Kirk that yeah. they were trying to get Kirk reps and, and they felt, well, we need to give him at least one viable option, right? Because, like, the offensive line's playing, but we need Kirk to have we, – we can't give him – we can't play him and then give him all backups. I think that's why. But where, where my opinion has changed about playing guys in exhibition games actually was because of last year when you didn't have one. And you know what? The start of the season wasn't great. But here's the thing. It never is. Like, it's not like, it's not like, um, ordinarily in September, you're like, oh, these are, there's all these sharp games that look so good. And in 2020, that was not the case. Uh, my contention is that last September was no different than September of 2019, which is it just all takes some time because practices are not what they used to be. And I, I get that. But yeah, I'm not even trying to place blame here. I'm just saying it drives me crazy. The Vikings have suffered what I consider to be a very big loss offensively. Because of that game, also too, I think you know. The, on one hand, you're comparing Irv Smith's production the last couple of years to now. It's like, well, it's not that big of a loss. He only caught thirty some whatever passes or four whatever it was. It's like, I think it's all of us looking at the way that he has played in limited time and the explosiveness of that position and what he could do if given, you know, most of Kyle Rudolph's snaps and Conklin's going to get some run too. And it's just it's all it's it's this what could have been story about Irv Smith for two years, and now we're not going to get to see it this year. Correct. I mean he he looks like he should be one of the top five pass catching tight ends in the NFL. Like his quickness and speed at that position, yards after the catch. You know, you watch him and Kyle Rudolph run the same route, catch the ball, and then from that point forward, how many yards after the catch? And Kyle Rudolph is usually just sort of falling over, <laughs> especially late in his yeah. career. And Irv Smith is sprinting and trucking guys for yardage. And I wanted to see that play out for a full season. And now we're going to have to wait, it sounds like, for another year. Um, real quick, Mike Zimmer is talking right now. And according to our old friend Matthew Collar from Purple Insider, I'm just going to read you a quote here. Mike Zimmer said Irv Smith Jr. had to go the full repair route with his meniscus so it wouldn't have a long-term impact. Said they were planning on Irv as more of a receiver role on third downs but now they have to use receivers for that. So they were legitimately going to use him as a third receiver yes. spread out wide yep. on those third downs, get him matched up against, you know, if you can get him matched up on a linebacker, I mean, my God, it's just yep. a, it's game over. Um, so that's the update. It's a, it's a buzzkill for the Vikings. Yep. And, and I'm telling you, when I saw him early in training camp practices, he looked like he was ready for a huge year. I mean, he looked that good. And, and I'm not one to lend, to, to say that training camp practices define a player. But then when I saw him on Friday against the Chiefs, I'm like, oh, this is this is a continuation. And this was going to be, I think, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not on this one. This is going to be the first time I think that Kirk had a receiving tight end that he really trusted, like like that that he was going to use. Because if I'm not mistaken, he had that in Washington, and we expected it here. And, you know, Kyle being Kyle, he was okay but I never really sensed they developed the true chemistry. 
What, um, what, what, what sense did you get? Uh, what, what gave you that sense? Well, I mean, maybe just the fact that Kyle wrote a 5,000-word opus when he left here and didn't mention Kirk once, but he did talk about Tarkington, Kramer, Wade Wilson. Um, uh, four, four interns in the PR department. Kelly Holcomb, <laughs> Joe Cap, uh, George Shaw, just maybe that. But anyway, this was going to be the first time that, that I really felt Kirk was going to have that guy. And, you know, hopefully for his sake, Tyler Conklin comes back and plays well. Uh, Chris Herndon sounds like, I mean, I think he's an athlete and I think he's a good player, but he's had off the field problems. He, he essentially missed the entire 2019 season because of that. And injuries combined, the Jets are a dumpster fire. So perhaps getting him out of there will help. But he also has not had a full training camp here, which is tough at first. So, like, I, I don't think you just plug in these guys now and say, okay, pick up where Herb was supposed to pick up. Yeah. Um, so you, you guys want some other nuggets here? There's some other little news items that are coming out that pertain to the Vikings before we wrap this emergency episode. Um, and these nuggets brought to you in part by Moon Motorsports. Mm. So Moon Motorsports up in Monticello, Minnesota. It's my old stomping grounds. I went to Buffalo High School, and uh, Monticello was our bitter rival. But I remember, I remember driving by Moon Motorsports on the team buses. I hope looking you were. Out I, I hope you didn't flip off p- people in that town or something like that. Uh, no, I, I probably did work. I definitely, I definitely uh, argued with some of their their fans. Oh boy. You know, oh boy. but uh, I remember looking out the window of those buses, those those rides to the uh, sporting events, ATVs, motorcycles, side by side snowmobiles, the best and most exciting power sports selection in the region. You can stop by for yourself in Monticello, or you can go to MoonMotorsports.com. And check them out. Also, Federated, they've been around. You talk about Minnesota-based companies. Federated's been around in Owatonna for over 100 years, helping business owners with risk management resources. Find out about all the tools and things that they can uh, implement to help your business at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So we kicked around backup quarterback names yesterday. Brian Hoyer was one of the names we kicked around saying, oh, I mean, yeah, if you could find a guy like that to professionally hold a clipboard and mentor Kellen Mond and be a competent backup if needed to go into a game. Uh, Brian Hoyer is reportedly going back to the Patriots after they released him yesterday. So teams are doing a lot of, like, release a guy, bring him back before week one kind of a thing right now. So he's off the board. Uh, Jake Browning has cleared waivers and will re-sign with the Vikings practice squad. Year three on the practice, much to judge chagrin. Year three on the practice squad. So, so here's the deal with practice squads, which I think teams can start signing guys or complete them at 3 p.m. today, which is Wednesday. Practice squads can now be for I think the second consecutive year, 16 players and six veterans. So, like for for instance. Everson Griffin, because he doesn't have to clear the waiver process since he's a veteran, he could actually just be re-signed short-term to the Vikings practice squad. What they also could do, and, and we have not broached this yet, is they could sign another veteran backup to the practice squad. So keep two quarterbacks in Cousins and Mond on the 53-man roster for right now. Find a veteran quarterback, put him on the practice squad short-term, and then if something were to happen to Kirk where, where he had to go into quarantine, activate that quarterback so like there's ways mm-hmm. to game game this the thing that makes this different is is essentially because the season doesn't start till a week from thursday and for the vikings a week from sunday you've got so much time now that i feel like it gives license and this might be good or bad 
to get really creative because there's a lot of time now to make moves and to possibly make trades and to claim guys off waivers. That process used to go a little bit quicker, and now it's going to be extended. So so there's a lot of different things that can be done here. But like a guy like Griffin or Abdullah, who are veterans, could easily come back. Yeah. Um, speaking of Everson Griffin, so yeah, he it was weird because he got cut yesterday, and everybody at first was like, what? Why would you? It's weird. Well, he looked pretty good in that preseason game, right? Why would you? Why would you cut him? So that's that's procedural, and he's expected to come back and re-sign. Um, so they're, the Vikings are trying to get creative here. They also released their long snapper. So this is all like there's a lot of things happening right now that are going to settle in the next, I would think, two to three days. But uh, to clear up the Everson-Griffin confusion from yesterday, because we were also confused, admittedly, he is going to re-sign with the Vikings, it sounds like, before week one. Mm-hmm. And and probably get some third down pass rush opportunities. And it, it looks like they've also Phil claimed a tight end off waivers from Jacksonville, a kid that went to North Dakota State, Ben Ellison. Okay, so that's a good Scandinavian name right there. Oh, a, that is an upper Midwest. Name. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. This kid's got hand of stones, but he can but he can block. <laughs> yes. Block like an SOP. I, I bet you the ball bounces off his you. hands. <laughs> The football back, but you know what? Nobody throws a better bleep and block than Ben. That's right. My my guess, childhood hero Jim Kleinsaucer. Is Ben? Oh God! Here goes the ball. Crap blocks. You know what? You don't care because he blocks. Because he can block. Ben, Ben, just go block. So he's Rhett Ellison. As long as his dad walks around like this, you guys. He walks around, (laughs) arms crossed, blocking motion. Uh, Like he's like, don't throw me the ball. I can't catch the ball. Um, any other just notes real quick here to wrap this emergency episode? I know, Judd, you sent us one note that just said this is the most fluid you've ever seen the 53-man yeah, roster in your so, – Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have a long snapper. They purposely yeah. cut the long snapper, and they're going to have to I'm, – I'm hoping that they bring the guy back since – and we dissected this on um, Purple After Dark last night. Since that guy worked throughout training camp with the kicker and the holder – but yeah, this is just going to be it's it's going to be I think a prolonged process of actually up until the first day of practice next week trying to set the roster. A couple other quick things here. I just let, so Zimmer and Kirk Cousins are both talking right now. Uh does it one of the reporters asked this is from Chad Graff the Athletic. One of the one of the questions that was asked is does it feel like Mike Zimmer has constantly been putting out fires over the last month and Zimmer said, "Quote I think it's been eight years, he said with a laugh. <laughs> it's going to be a good book someday. Um, there has been a lot of things, man. Like yes. I, That's the one thing about Zimmer. Yeah, he definitely hasn't been great in games against winning teams. Statistically, there's definitely things that are Mike Zimmer inflicted, but he's dealt with a lot of crap that other coaches have not had to deal with. What Vikings coach hasn't? It's incredible. It is. Brad, Shane Zilstra, play. my guy Shane Zilstra, has signed with the Lions practice squad. Oh, so. okay. I've oh, that. Dan. Oh, he's biting kneecaps And now. apparently, yeah. uh, CT, Chris Thomason said that Zach Davidson is irked that he was not signed to the roster and actually might not be reporting to the Vikings practice squad and could be looking for uh, like outside teams to sign him. Like, bro. What grounds does he have to be? What? Like, I know I, I, like, I was tongue-in-cheek with him, Division Two stud, whatever, but, like, guy. This sounds bro, like Kyle Slaughter 2.0 what? again. Like, it, like, like, know, you, know your self-awareness here, man. Like, you're the third-string tight end. I know there was an injury to Herb Smith, but come on, buddy. Come on. You were a punter, too. Like, that's a, like you were a gimmick. I think that's fueling his Dude. confidence fire, actually. 
You know what that is? That's Pumpkin. the guy who's who's got parents who have told him he's been great his whole yes, life. Yes, it is. That's exactly that's what, what it is. that is. Uh, the, pump the Kyle Slaughter, man. Kyle Slaughter's dad derailed a poor guy's career by convincing him he, he was yeah. uh, Johnny Unitas. Uh, the actual quote on that from Thomas or the tweet, I should say, is source just said that Zach Davidson has gotten another possible option, so he may not return to the Vikings on the practice squad. He was, quote, disappointed by being waived yesterday. Well, who's not disappointed by being waived? Dude. Dakota Dozier's feelings are hurt, too. Dude, get on the practice squad and do some work or and go, make the team. Or go find God. another job and prove you can play. I mean, I mean, you're a, you're basically a nice story and a gimmick. Oh, we have exclusive audio from Rick Spielman having heard those comments from a Division Two player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Whatever. All right, that's a wrap on this emergency episode. Irv Smith out for basically the season purple yeah. daily presented by surly brewing company we're not out for the season we're just getting ramped up for the season we'll see you guys tomorrow